evening and welcome to How are we all doing? Good, you? Good evening. Good evening. So this week we are joined by Pete. Hi, Hi. Pete. <laughs> this one. <laughs> I'm going to bog in, in homage. Right now. In homage. Yeah. So Mr. Lance, do you want to do you want to tell a story about the bog or Mike? Would you like to perhaps talk talk about the uh... tell us about the bog, Mike? Well, so I was out. Uh, we were at uh, Bravo Eversley, I think it was, um, and I was commanding in the field, and it was not going particularly well. So I thought I'd make my way back to the safe zone where I normally do my uh, command from. Um, thought I'd take a shortcut. <laughs> it was a very very deep shortcut. Um, one minute I was walking. And the next minute I was floating uh, pretty much up to my chest in bog. Um, my gat went in the water. Uh, yeah, it was not a pretty sight. And then I think I had some of the whiskey boys um, interrogate me. And that was fun. Oh. All I wanted to do was get out. And they stood there pointing their, their, their guns at me. And uh, yeah, I had a real sense of humor failure. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, stank, yeah. Oh, it was just—it was horrible. Nice, yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> well, these, so things, these things are sent to test us, aren't they? Exactly. So, Lance, you're uh, you're obviously recording from the bog this evening. I am. I, I'm <laughs> live. I must. Have, I do agree with Mike. It stinks. Fucking rotten <laughs> it is. So I can only imagine what it was like for him to be balls deep in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was not pleasant. It's cold as <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, hi, Andrew, Freshmeat, Les, Danny, Terry, Andy, Rage, Philip, Jade, and Harry. Nice to see you. Uh, if anyone's got any questions for Mike... Oh, sorry, Morning Phil. Morning Phil. Do oh, sorry, Morning Phil. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, if anyone's got any questions for Mike throughout the episode, feel free to throw them in the chat. Um, we have some news. We do have news. Do you want to do your science news first, Lance? You're like I, a science correspondent. <laughs> I did science. Dun, 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 dun. So, science. I did science this uh, this evening, about well, about twenty minutes ago actually, following Terry's uh, uh, answer to a question last week regarding the weight of belt kit that they used to train in. I think it was a couple of other chaps talking about it, I, and I think I've got from last week thirty five pounds of of kit. Now I weighed my belt kit tonight, uh, and well, all all in all, they used to carry thirty five pounds worth of kit if they were tabbing or doing training, blah blah blah. So my webbing set comes in at 18 pounds and my main riff comes in at 10 pounds. So I've got 28 pound uh, in total, which I don't think is too bad. You know, what am I off there? I'm almost seven pounds off off the actual stuff. So with a few other little bits and bobs, I reckon I could be matching that maybe a shade under. So, yeah, that was my science. I, I did science with with scales and everything, accurate scales. I didn't just guess it. I actually used instruments. I was very impressed with myself. I didn't take any pictures of it, though. <laughs> I've got I really no hope you put a lab coat on. I've got no proof of me doing it. <laughs> no, I did, I, what I did do, though, is I, I, I got completely naked and just put my dressing gown on. He did. Inside out, because it's a lighter colour than the outside, so it was as close to a white lab coat as I was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's, that's, that's the science corner done with for tonight. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, hang on. Danny says send nudes. No, um, that's not happening. Not again. Danny says, Mike, where's your cup you set out? So my cup's dirty, unfortunately, from last week. I haven't cleaned it yet. So we're, we're sponsored by Starbucks this week. Oh, dear. Um, Controversial. Sorry. Sorry about that, Danny. It's still here, though. It's there. It's just I've got my cup, last Danny. Week. Don't worry. <laughs> just got to try and hold it. I can't drink it like that, though, because I can't put my hand. Because the need a rethink on the printing. Because I can't. I think you should try. Mm. 
There we go. go. That's difficult. The beard <laughs> caught most of that. Ray said, it should be said, though, that when we were tabbing with all that kit when we were younger, our knees worked and we hadn't eaten all the pies. <laughs> That's a fair point. So I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do that now with all their ailments. <laughs> oh, right, other news. Other news, we now have reviews on the website. Um, we do. So this is something that we're going to be expanding on. So there are now full, full written reviews on there. Um, so you can find them on uh, lancelancelance.com or novemberfoxtrot.co.uk forward slash reviews. Uh, it's a little tab at the end. And then there's a series of reviews. There's three on there at the moment. We are working on it. Um, but the reviews have sort of a more in-depth. So we obviously talk about products on the show. Uh, there are more in-depth review. So a lot more sort of detail, prices, bits and pieces like that. Mm -hmm. um, and we are only going to be reviewing stuff that we've tested as a minimum of three three events. Um, and I think we were calling that, I can't remember what we called it now, was that our used and... No uh, reviews. No reviews. Till it's used and abused. That's our guarantee. I put that on the website. It's our guarantee. guarantee. There it is. That's it, yeah. So it's not, we don't get stuff sent to us and, and I'll say it's great and I'll give you a hand job. It's, um, although that would be, I'm, I'm definitely open to that if there is any yeah. companies offering that service out there. Um so it's stuff that we've bought, things that we we like and use all the time. And it's like, well, let's review it. That's why some of the kit that we're going to be putting up here, to us, it's going to be like a year, year and a half old because we've actually been using it that long, but we've not had the platform until now um, to sort of put reviews up and stuff like that. So it's going to be genuine kit that we've bought that we really like, that we review. There we go, my new ones there. Shiny, smelling great for about Ooh. a week or so. And they will smell of arse. <laughs> so there's a search function on... We actually have a search function on this as well. Um, so you can uh, you can actually have a look through and find stuff. Uh, although interestingly, that's not clickable. Uh, oh, there you go. Um, so you can actually search the reviews as well. So if there's something, once we've got 200 on on there, if you're looking for something in particular, use the search function. You'll be able to find that. And you can also give it a little like if you like to. So there you go. A little cheeky like there. So yeah, any questions? Give us a shout. But basically, more interesting stuff on the website. Les hands. Uh, <laughs> oh, Les hands, yeah. Mr. Hands. Hands Hill. Hands Hill A pop. <laughs> what, you're giving out blow jobs. Oh, hand jobs, oh, sorry. Are we? Oh, Christ. Sorry. I just upgraded it. Mark's out. Hands up. We've got to go to the next level now. <laughs> right, cool. So that's that's that over and done with. <laughs> <laughs> move on from hand jobs pretty quick. Um, yep. So obviously Mike's here this week. Uh, we are going to be talking about commander, team leaders, and radio operators. Um, so it's the first in a new sort of mini series of Milsim roles. Um, there'll be other episodes coming out for different roles, but tonight go straight into commanding role. So what's our interpretation of the role? You, you two obviously do it probably a lot more than I do. So Mike, go for it. What do you think? Um, so from my point of view, it's it's trying to organise the unorganizable um that's that's the nicest. Cat. <laughs> yeah. it's a bit like that sometimes um it's just trying to keep a tab on um everyone really um where they are what they're doing um how they're feeling uh, morale you know stuff like that um taskings all, all the rest of it um it's a little bit different for when i'm working with jtf on the octo games um, because normally I'm out of out of game, so it's a little bit easier for me as I don't have to worry about being in contact and, and all the rest of it. Um, 
so I'm solely concentrating on on what the guys are doing and objectives and stuff like that. But from my point of view, it's it's uh, yeah, it's just keeping the guys motivated and active and making sure everyone's doing something and I know where they are and what they're doing. Do you find a mic with your when you're running a role for say like the Octo Games and things like that? You, you're the sort of JTFOC. Um, do you find you're given a bit of a free reign to sort of like when it really comes to the ops and patrols and things like that or have you got sort of are you sort of like regimented in kind of being done at certain times do you know what i mean yeah kind of so we we're given intel um so normally it's um tim on pmc um so we're both generally given the intel at the same time and then it's a bun fight to see who gets there the quickest um Mm -hmm. or um yeah it's Pretty much, I am I am given pre, uh, free reign. I can do, I can get the guys to do what I want. If I want them to send them to a certain area to do some recon or something, mm-hmm. then uh, then I can do that. But generally, there's always a plan behind where I'm sending them, um, right, whether, okay. whether that's my idea or whether it's come from Octo. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's pretty. I want. I don't want to say it's scripted, but it no. kind of is. There has to be a certain element of that, didn't there? Do you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. knows you know, certain things have got to happen to enable the yeah. story to move on or for yeah. the event to, to continue. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. So you can stagnate otherwise, can't it? So we've mm. experienced a couple of times before. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you need, if you've got a storyline-driven game, which most Milsims, I would say, are, there needs to be an element of, you know, we need people here at that location doing something. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Humongous yeah. wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you first know you over there. Yeah. <laughs> question already coming from Harry. Uh, what's JTFOC? Joint Task Force, officer, officer in command, if you like. Yeah. The the head honcho, the Grand Fromage, the big sausage of uh, NATO forces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or the multicam uh, warriors. That's it. There we yeah. go, Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Lance? Because obviously you've got quite a bit of experience running the old uh, command team leader. Yeah, um, the better your section commanders are, the easier it is for you, hundred percent. You know, and I mean that in the sense that not no disrespect, someone who's new to it who's just thought, yeah, no, I fancy trying it out. That's that's different. But it's it's someone who's keen to do it, and then there's someone who really can't be bothered and just wants to go off and do their own thing. That makes it really difficult for you. But if you've got that solid, like if you've got four sections in the NATO side of you know forever, I mean, four ten man sections, you've got forty guys that you're looking after, sort of thing for the weekend. You've got four four team leaders or section commands, we want to call them, um, and they're all sort of on point. And you're saying this is what we need to achieve, blah blah blah. You know, nine times out of ten, they can sort of get into their own little four man meet up, have a little conflab, and sort of sort themselves out. Whereas you're overseeing the whole general thing, you need to say to sleep, you can just then leave it to your, your one sort of task and you can give to these four guys and say, right, get your teams out and do this. And it'd be like, okay, yeah, go and make it happen. Any problems come back to me. And you can sort of then dictate and sort of chessboard it back from where you are. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, it, it, for me, it does come down to having experienced sort of team leaders um, who are willing to sort of show new guys who come to Milson what to do rather than sort of like shoehorning all the new guys into one little section, you know, get them all spread out, keep them all, and give them all sort of like an equal slice of the pie sort of thing. That's what I found. It, it it runs a lot better that way, rather than having to concentrate on one team that's full of all new guys who's not done it before, 
who's got a new section commander that's quite overwhelming, do you know what I mean? Because they're trying to compete with guys who've been to like seven or eight other events before. So they've got loads of experience in doing it, know what they're doing. They've probably met a few of the team's prior events, so they're not completely green to it, if you like. So, But for me, it's, um yeah, 100% is making sure you've got four or whoever, however many section commanders you've got, is that they're competent and they're sort of like, they know what they're doing. And if they don't, or if they're unsure, having some people in that section who can sort of steer them and sort of offer some, you know, oi, mate, you might want to be doing this or yeah. let me give you a hand doing that. Do you know what I mean? It's really daunting. I mean, it was daunting the first time I done. I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah. hell, really?" But then you've got loads of experienced guys around you that you can just ask, and you just sort of like sponge all the information out of them. Do you know what I mean? To help you along, so that's the best way to do it. But that's a Milsim crew, you know. We're all like that. We're all approachable. We're all helpful. No one's elitist. Mm. Never heard of it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so like, obviously, we're sort of talking about responsibilities then. Um, so what do we think like the responsibilities of the team leader commander element are? I mean, I guess I guess we've already defined the fact like the command role is slightly different to like a squad lead, team lead type role. Um, so let's break those two things down. So like as a command, so if you're running command for the whole faction, what do we think the responsibilities of that break down to? Just making sure everyone's busy. Um, everyone's got something to do. Um, like Lance was saying, it, it, games can stagnate and people end up sitting around not doing anything, especially if you've got um, a set of people that are um, out there all the time and are close to objectives. You're always going to send them to those objectives. So I try and move everyone around, try to keep everyone moving. Um, but it's just trying to keep everyone engaged and interested because especially with some of the, like the Octo games, um, you can go a couple of hours without doing anything, especially at the beginning of the weekends. Um, a lot of it is like is, is storytelling, role playing. So you want to get the story up and up and running. So there's not necessarily any um, slinging of BBs for a couple of hours. So it's just trying to keep everyone engaged um, in the story, um, and just trying to yeah. And and likewise, when it starts going wrong, it's trying to keep them. Uh, engaged as well. They don't want mm. getting their heads down and stuff like that. Um, you know, if we can't, if there's an objective we can't take, and we um, uh, point in fact, when you guys had that ridge at um, Battle Lakes, I think it was, uh, we just couldn't, we just couldn't assault you, um, and it was just frustrating. And I could hear it in the guys' voices, but we there was just no way we could get through. So it was just trying to trying to come up with new ideas, just try and keep them engaged. Really, mm. yeah, no, definitely, mate. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Keeping the, keeping the spirits up when things start going awry is a, yeah. for, for, for an overall host up the, for you know, the lead team lead the main team leader if you like um uh for the for the NATO forces or for any force really for that matter it doesn't matter you know what so uh, for um op four anything like that um making sure that everyone's where they should be everyone's enjoying what they're doing and keeping everyone busy and it all comes back to I've always said it is making sure everyone that gets the equal slice of the pie do you know what I mean it's not just like oh because you're new you're only doing this you know it's like well no you're going to go out or not now you're going to go and do this. It's just like you know, every everyone gets a turn. That's why the, that's why I find that the, the task in rotation that that two hour time slot, right? Two hours you're on stag, two hours you're on combat patrol, yeah. two hours you're on top, um, your mission tasking, you know, two hours you're QRF, and then everyone does that, and there's no argument saying, oh well, he's done QRF. I've done QRF three times now. He's been, it's like there's no argument. You, you can't argue it because everybody yeah. does. It, this I've been on base stag for three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for a that. week. We did try that, and I found that it didn't particularly work with the way, not necessarily Octo runs, but just the way the game was playing. Mm. Um, we, we were having too many objectives that were needed taken 
for that's the thing to yeah, have people yeah. sat on QRF. So you've effectively got two squads not doing anything. You've got one on QRF and one on mm. base defence. Um, so you've only really got two squads that are out there and then trying to get them back and swap them all around. So you end up sending the QRF out to do an objective. Yeah, um, it, it can yeah. be tough, mate. Sometimes, like you say, it, it doesn't work, but then you sort of have to ad lib and 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 sort yeah. of like change it around on site as and to make like you say to make it work to make the game work. It, it can go in any di- different direction. Yeah, you know, yeah, and exactly. it all depends on numbers as well. You've got at the end of the day as well. Yeah, I think one thing that makes <clears throat> I know I know that sort of stag duty and stuff is generally quite a boring part of a milsim, I would say, but I think there's an interesting element of. If you can get the op four, so, so play, say you're playing like a NATO force or something like that, but if you can get your opposing force to oh, at least probe, probe your base every once in a while, you know, just, just get a little bit of contact going on. Because to me, there's no point, you know, having a, a team of people literally sit back guarding something for the sake of guarding it. You know, if you need like a little probing force or just something just to keep people busy. Yeah. Um, that's why I quite like the idea of um, um, as well of having a set which I'd like to introduce in future games is where you've got like a stag rotation on at your fob or the mob or wherever it is, where you have your, like, your harbour area, but then having a roaming patrol within that stag duty. So if you've got like a 10 man section on stag, you could have five guys covering all the arcs of the harbour area and then have another five on like a 50 metre roaming patrol, like a, a secondary perimeter doing a patrol whether it's night time, day time, or whenever. And then coming back in and switching out their marks and, you know, doing a little debrief to each other, having little micro element, micro section commanders, you know, your two fire teams, you've got a 10-man, your two five-man, you've got a two IC in section commander, you know, them two having a little conflab, right, let's switch it out now. Guys that are on stag, you can go out roaming patrol, covering that way, covering a little, little different grid perhaps, and then come back in. And that, that keeps minds occupied, you know, keeps people busy, especially if it's cold as well, you know, at least you're up moving about mm. a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. And keeping them engaged, sort of thing. That's that's yeah. something I've, I've been thinking about, which I'd like to bring in. Something else to remember. Okay, so from a team leader point of view, then let's let's go let's go slightly lower than the uh, Uber boss. Um, let's go down to like squad leaders and stuff like that. What 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 are their responsibilities? Do we think do they differ? Um, I mean, I, I would say there's probably a welfare element involved in that one. Um, obviously, mm. making sure you guys are. I mean, I, I've I've been a team leader three times of note. Uh, one of which went catastrophically wrong because my gun broke. Um, so I just sent everyone off into the field and then was like, yeah, you go do that and I'll, I'll join you in a little bit. Um, and I'll they all died. The <laughs> 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 um, but I know there was one particular event where um, one of the guys was suffering quite badly, not necessarily from dehydration per se, but he definitely hadn't drunk a lot of water. Mm. So it was like trying to make sure, right, okay, we've got to keep you going. Um, yeah. Making sure everyone's sort of keeping well. But do you think there's any sort of other little elements? Like, what would you say is harder, like a, a squad lead or a team lead? Mike? Uh, I don't know. So, with these boys up here, um, we've had, we we swap around the team leader role or the squad leader role, sorry. Um, just because we we don't necessarily have a leader and we we think it's a good, um, a good idea to, every, everyone brings something different to the party. Um, so we've been we've been swapping the team leaders around. Oh, sorry, squad leaders um, for the last couple of games, um, and it's worked well so far. We've had um, Jay, how you doing? Uh, and, <laughs> my uh, guy. And my guy. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Charlie. Um, and both boys have done really really well. Um, and they have bought different things. Um, yeah, there is a welfare element to it, definitely, and especially if you're out a lot. Um, there's the, uh, the the like the fluid and food intake and the, the rest of it keeping their chins up as well. Um, mm, mm. You know, with, when you're trying to take an objective and it's not going well, 
Um, I think it was uh, Terry said, people are sat, sitting around for a while, they start switching off. So it's trying to keep them engaged, you know, watching their arcs, stuff like that. Um, and listening to them as well. Uh, you yeah. know, just because you're the squad leader, it doesn't mean that you're right. So we have like a, a little bit of a Chinese parliament um, where everyone comes up with ideas um, and then we roll with it and see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, so they do, they do have a specific role. Um, more looking after the section, really. It's a section, not a squad. Absolutely, Terry. <laughs> God, apologies. Reckies, oh. they've got a lot, there's a lot of reckies and recons <laughs> being thrown around this place tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Jay says, I've got a shout out. I feel famous. Cheers, my guy. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> yeah, Ted, like team leader, section commanders, whatnot. Um, personally, I think it can sometimes be slightly more difficult being a section because you're like like mike said you know you're you're not, you know in the rear with the gear you're actually out and about doing bits and bobs so you're not only you sort of like um remaining switched on for contacts and this that and the other not i mean when i do it i mean i sort of run the comms myself as well and I, mike you're the same aren't you you, you you don't really have a radio what you no. usually do it as well yeah. as team lead which is what i do because i i find that works for me Rather than relaying something to someone to then relay it to someone else to get a response yeah. back to them to then tell me, I'd soon just go, you know, in the nicest possible way, bypass the monkey and go straight to the organ grinder. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I mean, at the nicest possible way. <laughs> <laughs> not, all, not all radio ops and monkeys, by the way, or anything like that. <laughs> um, but, but I find it more, it's more intense. You've got um, very little time to sort of make a decision, especially if you're on the fire, if you like. Um, so yeah, I find it, it, it's a it's a much it's a more intensive role. I think I, I think the main OC role is more uh, sort of mentally draining sort of thing, where you're sort of thinking, planning ahead sort of thing. But at, at the time when you're sort of section commander, sort of you're out in the, when you're out in the field, sort of when you're getting engaged, this that and the other, you're sort of like the three four foot in front of you, sort of thinking. Yeah. Whereas OC and you're sort of thinking further down the line. Oh, in two hours' time, they're going to be rotating out to do this. And so you're I've looking at the sure. rest of the sections as well. Exactly you're that, not mate. Just thinking about your four guys or however many is in your section. That's it. It's a, unless you're on some sort of like big sort of like multiple section attack where you've got like you know A, B, C, and D teams on either flank or whatnot. Then you know there's a little bit of that may come into it for a section commander. But nine times out of ten, you're looking after your little bubble guys. Like Mike said, I'm just echoing him. Their welfare, making sure they're enjoying it. Any queries or any problems like that. Um, making sure that it's all getting voiced and it's getting fed back into to the main OC. Who and if it's a major problem with the actual game itself, that's then your OC is feeding it back to the event organizer to try and get yeah. it rectified. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> as quickly as possible and yeah. without interrupting the game. You know, minimal disruption to the game as well is a big thing. But rarely encountered that to be fair. But yeah, for a section commander, it's, it's definitely making sure you guys are having a cracking time. Safety as well. You know. Make sure safety. Everyone's squared away with their drinking, food intake, this, that, and the other meds. You know, all the bits and bobs. You know, just being brown owl out in the field for your for your for your lads, basically, and ladies, shall I say? Yeah. Mm. Yes. See, um, <coughs> that's why we're on that. So Andy actually asked the question: Do you find in a squad or section it's best to have your SL with all the comms, or have the SL and a radio man? So I guess from what you've just said then you probably if you're a, if you're running a squad lead you'd probably rather have or oh, sorry um what we, can, we can't call it squad sectionally i'm i'm american i can't help it oh um, here we go bloody <laughs> plastic yank again if you've got your, i'm american don't you know can't you hear it in my voice if you've got your section lead i'm guessing from what you're saying that it's kind of like it's better to have the comms on your section leader 
But would you say that if you're running, if right, you're running your right, whole command, right. yeah, shut up. Fighting <laughs> words. Would you say? Would you say it's probably better if you're out running a whole command element? It might be better having a radio up. Like I guess if you're fielding lots of conversations, like does yeah, that, so that be think think so. beneficial? From my point of view, so when when so something we started with JTF when I took over was not having a radio op. So previously there was one radio op for the whole of JTF. Now we've gone to different sections. The way I like to do it is um, the section leader and 2IC both run dual comms. So whether that's two radios or a single radio on dual, um, dual channel or dual listening. Um, and then I communicate with the radio op and the radio op will speak to um, the section leader. Um, with them both having uh, the like my <coughs> frequency, if one of them gets taken out, or if the squad split or the section split, um, then I, I can still I've still got communication with one of them. Mm. Um, they also have their own um, section frequency as well, which yeah. I have a separate radio for. So if I can't get them on command net, I can get them on their section net. So yeah. I end up with about well six or seven different radios. Which is fun when they're all going off. Oh, don't. Um, yeah. And nine times out of ten, you get given an emergency one from the actual site itself, just for like any game stop, stop, stop. So you've got that yeah. to deal with, as well yeah. as the other shit that you put on. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean? but yeah. So from that point of view, from from a JTF sort of point of view, I prefer them. I prefer to have a radio op that I talk to, and then the radio op talks to the section leader. Mm -hmm. But it it works. You know, it it works differently. People do it differently. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for events that I've done where I've been either like a, a section commander or or the overall sort of OC sort of thing, if you like, um, it's normally been, <clears throat> for example, again, four. If you've got four sections, you'll have one net for the uh, for the team leaders, and then they'll have their own sort of like section channel, which then they can all just chat amongst themselves. Each team's got their own separate one individual. Um, so you have one channel from the OC back to the four team leaders, and they'll all be on comms with each other. So the four sections can talk. The four section commanders can talk to each other as well as the OC. Um, and then the actual within that element of each team, they'd have a sub channel, which would be the command net. So if anything did happen, one of the team could switch over to command net and say, oh, uh, section commander's down. I'm taking the reins until he's back in or whatnot, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's pretty much how it, us how it usually works, you know, mm. with the, unless the both end gremlin turns up and decides to fuck everyone's day with, oh, I'm going to mess with your radios up today. It's like, you yeah. literally turn up on Friday, get everything set up, good to go. And yeah. then whilst everyone's asleep, Bofan Gremlin comes out the woods and starts going. Yeah, well, they there always we go. work because Next we're all radio. standing there. They only ever work because we're all standing here within ten meters of each other, testing them, going, "Yep, yeah, just you, you picking me up? Yeah, cool, right?" Yeah, there's there's me with me earmores on, being Mike. <laughs> Mike, can you hear me? <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll cover oh, more God. of the radio stuff sort of in a little bit. <clears> but, I mean, I guess. I guess it might also depend on how much actual radio chatter you've got going on. So if you've got quite a quiet game where it's kind of like the occasional dispersion of information and sort of picking stuff up to kind of coordinate, then you're probably not going to have too much radio chatter. But if you've got like a um, recon element, for example, that's feeding back intel or something like that, you don't want that channel cluttered. No. The whole load if of you're in the UK, that... you'd have a recce element. So just, yeah. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, these Shut radios your, work a long way away, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> you want a knuckle sandwich? <laughs> right, so challenges. What are the challenges of being a, a team lead, squad lead, section commander? 
All those words, some of those words. (laughs) Pick one of them. (laughs) Really angering Terry tonight, Mike, you are. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's either, Mike. He's literally just shouting Recky at me now. (laughs) He's throwing things at his TV now. Recky! Oh, dear. Challenges. Challenges. Oh, it's all one big challenge, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, comms is a big issue, generally. Um, It doesn't matter where we go. And like you say, with the best intention in the world, we'll set up our comms on a on a Friday night and you can guarantee by, you know, game starts at nine o'clock on Saturday morning. By half past mm. nine, we've already got issues. Yeah, um, it just happens. Which, which is why I have the fallback of um, having the 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 squad uh, net as well, or the section mm. net. Sorry, Terry. Uh, oh, Terry. <laughs> I can only apologise, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's... It, it's trying to chat to people and, you know, the comms break down and sometimes we get a lot of backwards and forwards as well. So when I'm, where, where the way we work, we'll have um, certain code words for certain areas on, on the maps um, and everyone will know them. Um, sometimes sending them backwards and forwards uh, from one to another and then they get to a point and then you're sending them back to the one they've just left and just been sat at for, for half an hour guarding. Mm. Um, and you can hear it in their voices when you're asking them to go back to the same point that they've just been to. It, you can hear it, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> no worries. Fucking like... <laughs> <laughs> like brilliant. We've just left. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's when they, it's when they forget, um, forget to let go of the press when they go, can you not believe what that fucking dick is just asking? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're at the other end going, I heard that. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just just keeping their heads up. It's like I think it was at Battle Lakes as well when the rain came down. Um, just trying to keep everyone motivated. Mm. Um, it's long. The weekends are long. I mean, it's only eight hours that we're running around for. The guys are running around for, but it can be a, an intense eight hours. Um, yeah, and it's not something that you do every day of the week, is it? No, it's every other month no, or something like that. Mentally you, as well, you get a burst of it. Exactly. That. And, it, and, when, and like you said, rain and that the weather, it just makes it one that that more, yeah. much more difficult. Yeah. You know, to yeah. keep spirits up as well as do what you're there to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That fucking rain. Yeah, it was uh, rain is a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> uh, so in terms of um, some oh, other challenges and stuff like that, like one of the um, so Jay's just come up and said, uh, "How do you deal with rogue sections who want to do their own thing?" I always give everyone a chance, um, and then we, to deal with that, I just bring them back to the fob and put them on stag until they realise that you know it's not all about Do them. You punish them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't get that name for nothing. <laughs> I've been punished for a lot of my life, so there's no reason why other people shouldn't be. <laughs> if other people are going to be miserable, then uh... yeah, 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 yeah. I don't see why you're having fun. Get back here. Be miserable with me. <laughs> It's, it's hard when you've got people that, that want to go away and do their own thing, um, mm. like, especially with Octo. Is there's obviously a lot of role playing and story and and getting involved and immersing yourself. It's you know that's what it's all about. It's eight hours of immersion and and joining in and getting involved. Mm. Um, sometimes there are elements that want to do their own things, and it's hard when you're when you're commanding and you know that you've sent a section of four guys out um, with all uh, with ARs, and then. Ten minutes later, a couple of them have come back, swapped out, picked up sniper rifles, and they've gone off and and they're doing their own recce thing. Um, 
And then, and then you call up for that end. section, and it's like, oh, I need, I need all four of you to go in there. Oh, we're, we're only two combat effective because the other two have dicked off and gone sniping or something. Mm. It's like, well, that's the trouble, and it is a big problem. And it's not, and I get that people get excited and they want to go, oh, this is be, yeah. this would be awesome. But it's like, well, and I, and that would be awesome for you, but you're now really fucking up something that's been put in place for a whole team of guys to go and do. Yeah. But you've sort of taken it upon yourself to think, well, this is going to make my weekend really, really great. And not sort of thought, well, no, we're asked to do this. Let's go and do this because I'm sure they've got something lined up for us a little bit further down the road. Do you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. gets us equal slice of the pie. This is what people have got to remember. It's not just yeah. like, oh, let's see that. Let's go and do it. So, well, no, because yeah. there's, there's a reason you're being asked to do this, which will then further the story and make it better for you, as well as yeah. all the other guys that have signed on to the NATO or the Op4 side. You know, it's not just like... Grab, you know, if if there's a if you see something, call it in because you might. I could call something into Mike. He's like, Christ, mate, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, go for it. Take your section off, branch out, go and do that. I can get another section in your spot to carry on doing that. It gives them yeah. something to do. And things like that. But don't just take it upon yourself to think, oh, fuck it, we're going to do that because that could just completely cock up a massive section of the yeah. game. And that's it's what, that's, we that's did what that. you've got to deal with. Let's be that's honest, what... we did that as part of the PMC on one of the last events that I went did to. We? Yeah, well, we we caused that freaking chaos at the end, if you remember. Well, we're, we no, we're like... just guns. No, 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 we're guns for hire, mate. We do. We, <laughs> the, we go where the, we go where the money is. Enough said. Yeah, but That's we managed uh, we managed to sweet talk a few of the uh, the rebel forces to uh, sneak us in, and then uh, I think that was the second time I tried blowing you up, Mike. Because um, <laughs> I think the first time I just thrown the the Mark V on the ground, expecting it to go off instantly, and I'm just standing there shouting at it, going, "Yeah!" I think Mike literally... was still sat at his desk finishing his tea when he just watched you like that. <laughs> Then he just sort of got, just got up and sort of nonchalantly walked out of the fob. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I know that that whole like I, for me, it was probably one of the best parts of that weekend. But it was where we sort of, I guess, almost snuck around the story a little bit. We had the two sort of suicide guys kind of going in, sort of trying to kill as many people as we could, and then sort of all the forces clustered on either side to take out mm. the JTF. Um, that was a hard fought weekend across the, across mm, all sides. There was no, yeah. I mean, any every contact that we that I got into was just hard. Or oh, it was just so hard, really was. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I really enjoyed it. Had to be a little bit of skullduggery at the end, though. Come on, <laughs> always <laughs> can't be completely happy days, happy clappy, can it? It's got to be a bit of naughtiness. <laughs> PMC for fuck's sake. <laughs> What we do. That's what we do. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd still be in the army. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another another little uh, challenge. How do you deal with people going home? You can't stop them, can you? Thing no. is, the way I see it, people pay to come and play, um, and I find it I, I find it quite difficult when they want to. You know, they want to run run and gun and all the rest of it, and I'm telling them that they are. You know, you need to sit down for for half an hour at this point and guard it and there's not going to be any gun time um and you, you can see it in their faces sometimes it's like well i came to shoot so i'm going to shoot and i don't really care and we've had people before um just turn up um and do their own thing i've not heard from them on comms all weekend um yeah big time and it just that. disrupts everything mm. um but, but people going home yeah you can't stop them can you I mean, and yeah. at the end of the day, you can say, "Oh, you know, come on, have a, have a sit down, give it half hour or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and, and get back in there." But if someone's made their mind up, they're going to go home. Then you know, really, their, their head's not in it anyhow. So you might as well just, well, you crack on, mate. You know, you've paid the money; it's not my money. If you yeah. if you want to go, you go. You know, yeah. it's, 
if your attitude is, oh, it's not blah, 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 have a little whinge up and then just sod off, not try and make the game better for yourself or air your, air your concerns or air any issues you've had to get them sorted or rectified. And this is where it yeah. harks back to me. I've said it time and time again. If you've got a problem with the game or something that's happened during the game, say something when you're there. Do you know what I mean? Come back yeah. to the safe zone or come back to your fob, talk to your OC, talk to an organiser, say, look, mate, this has happened or I don't like this. Is there anything that can be done? Rather than going home and then having a yump for a few hours and then jumping online and smashing the, the event to bits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's because it's, it's, it doesn't help anyone. Because yeah. at the time, you know, you've got some organiser sitting there at home now thinking he's had a great weekend. And he starts reading comments thinking, oh, me, I didn't even know about that. Why didn't they come and talk to me? And this is it. This is where it harks back to that. Talk to, talk to people. Talk, talk, yeah. talk, talk, talk. Best thing to do. But if you're going to go home, then fucking go home. Just make sure you do yeah. quietly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Panama no, says, does that tend to be newbies to Milsim who may have only ever played skirmishes before? No, no. mate, far from it. We've had, no. uh, certainly on JTF, we've had experienced Milsimers go home halfway through because mm. they've been shot a few times and they didn't like it. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, that's why we go there, isn't it? To get shot mm. and shoot people. So if you don't like being shot, do better or go yeah. home. Or, or, treat, or go fishing instead. Yeah, take right. yeah. up knitting. Yeah, yeah, well, it can be dangerous as well, though. <laughs> I like the fair weather. I like the fair weather airsofters who come out in all their really expensive gear and then go, "Nah, it's raining. I'm going home now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, wind's picking up. Yeah. <laughs> Not like Mike though. He turns up to events to specifically hunt down bogs. <laughs> in his Gucci kit, and just go fucking yes, <laughs> cry or die. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that, that, now that's that's now that's a review we need of all of his kit following that event. Is it bog proof? Uh, is it bog proof? <laughs> Some. Mike's going to be our new stig. <laughs> stig of the bog. We give it to Pete. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, Tim says we had people on both sides doing that, going home and not understanding what an event is. Uh, just got to accept it without talking to someone. Uh, mm. it, it's about to, yeah. 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 Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand Mike. the last Tim, sentence. I don't know what you're, I don't about, mate. Say it again. <laughs> Andy says, "Isn't that all part of a milsim though? Uh, sometimes find the boring bits more fun." was put on guard and we was nervy as hell for half hour expecting to be jumped at any point. It was really good, but it was uh, nothing half hour. First thing, I mean, part of it the sometimes thing, is just getting to meet people, isn't it? It's just having that chat and like, it's that little bit, bit of downtime. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, um, if you've thrown your heart and soul into the game, if you've gone out and like, when well, I run my little taskings, which I've, I've, I've openly said I've stolen completely from Legion Mike, with the way he sorts his taskings out for two hours on, two hours off, blah, 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 doing whatever. If you've done your combat patrol correctly, you've gone out, you've done this, you've done your mission task and whatever it is. So, I mean, I, I, there's nothing better than getting back and being on QRF or being on stag because you think, Christ, I've got two hours now. Oh, thank yeah. fuck for that. You, know what I mean? down, you can, you, you can undo the, the, the combo bond. <laughs> oh, let it relax. Let, 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 let the food baby relax for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> run, let it run free whilst you're on stag. <laughs> Soak the rest of your rifle on for a bit. <laughs> And you enjoy the downtime. I mean, that's why that's why I do it. But that's why I put a stag in the QRF because you can't have people going all day because they will literally run themselves into the ground. When you know, quite some people are athletes that do airsoft. I'm certainly not. So I like to have a little rest now and again. Yeah. <laughs> but sort of in my mind, I'm sort of doing something at the same time. So although you've got people coming back on QRF, you know, yeah, there's a chance they can get called out, but there's also a good chance that they're going to be sat there ready to go. But then they're just sat, just resting. Do you know what I mean? Waiting. You know. Get their energy levels back up, have a drink, have a bit of food, but they're still and, in the game. Do you know what I mean? They're still an element of the game. It's just like, right, you guys are out for an hour now. Go and sit down over there behind the green netting and then come back in. 
you, they're still in the game. Bit comes into it, isn't it? That's, that's it, mate. That's you're you're, you're, you're giving people rest through. without them knowing they're having rest. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah. you're on stag now, chaps. You know, you take that as having a rest for a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? You might get into a little contact at the base, but it's, you're not going to be cutting about. Exactly, mate. Yeah, but if people I mean, that go out on a patrol and do nothing and then sort of take it upon themselves, oh, they come back, oh, that's boring. And you see it and you think, oh, mate, come on. It's like, come on, fucking do something. You know what I mean? It's like everyone else is. Yeah. Nah. <sighs> Fresh meat says I have that problem. I just want to keep going and then burn out. <laughs> Fresh meat needs to learn to keep his fucking mouth shut, and then I won't make him run up hills with an LMG fully kitted. <laughs> that's what that's what Fresh meat needs to concentrate on for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Charlie Gaines says we love Brewer. Mister Gaines, how are you doing, sir? Big man. So yes. let's just quickly roll into the pros and cons of being like a, a command role or team leader, like. It, what are the pros of taking that on as, as an event? Pros of taking on team leader role? Yeah, so say, say you rock up to an event and someone goes, ah, do you want to be the team leader? What are the pros of doing that? I think sense of satisfaction, if it goes well. Yeah, yeah. In the case of, fuck it, I'm going home anyway. So polar polar opposite if it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, sense of satisfaction if it's going well. You know, I mean, I'll do it at work anyhow, like team leader role at work, so it's sort of like sort of second nature, if you like. So I don't mind doing it. I quite like the challenge, um, especially if it's a new site where you've got to sort of like turn on the old map and compass a bit more. Well, not so much the compass, but the map. Let's be honest, they're not enormous sites that we play out most of the time. No. That would warrant a compass. <laughs> <laughs> you can normally see it. I've been over there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just good fun. I like, enjoy it. You know, sort of geeing people up. You know, I like sort of Egging people on, standing behind them. Yeah, go, go, get shot in the face. I'll stay here. And you get to see the get someone else to do well. it as well. <laughs> Jay Barlow just says the power. <laughs> yeah, there is that as well, obviously. The power. That's it. That is it. He's just here. That's all you have to say, Jay. That's it, mate. Power. The power. You go there, do that. Yeah. My God. Do you guys get a bit of a buzz rocking up? Like, I mean, because obviously, um, most of the events I know that you two have done, from from my perspective you've been in that position kind of like going into the event. So it's not like we're finding out on the day. Do you, mm. do you get like a little bit of a buzz going, Oh, Oh, that's Mike. He's our team leader. Wow. I literally, yeah. Like, I literally, when I turn up to an event and I'm a pre designated team leader, I literally feel like Arnie getting out the helicopter and predator. <laughs> just, boom, 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 boom. I don't know. That's bullshit. But yeah, no, it's good fun. There's <laughs> no point in having power if you don't abuse it. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Yeah. I think if people know you can do a good job as well, or a half-decent job, they know mm. that the weekend's going to go relatively okay. Mm. Um, and that's what you say. It all comes down to the team leader. The team leaders make it because they keep their guys occupied. They sort of execute the, the, the taskings that are given to them from on high. The head shed, if you like. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes it, do you know what I mean? You, you, know, you can only piss with the cock you've got. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, the cons in. What's the cons of what, what's what's the what's the bad side of being team leader? What's Listening what's the thing that's in your heart that you about, go, oh, I don't really want to do that. Listening to the whole team just moan, mm. especially when and, and, and moaning which won't achieve anything. I'll get no. I'll get people having a moan up, but when it's when it's like a consistent drone, yeah, and you just like, Fuck yeah. What do you want me to What do you want me to do about that? I can't. I, I'm not out on the ground. It's it's you guys that are out there. Do something. Exactly, yeah. Do, you know. 
make it if better. Something isn't working. Yeah. yeah. If something isn't working, try something else. Yeah. Don't keep trying the same thing and it not working. That's it. That's the, the definition of madness, isn't it? Yeah. Repeating the yeah. same thing and getting the same outcome or something yeah. like that. Some, yeah. <laughs> Expecting different results. <laughs> Expecting different results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or, was, but... or to quote to quote Lance, you can only piss with the cock you've got. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What do you want me to do about it? What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> That's all you've cool. got to work with, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's skip over onto a radio operator role then. So we've obviously kind of negated their use in squads. And well, should we blast them? Do you want to blast through the chat? Is anyone Oh, yeah, there was a few questions, but uh, most of them, to be fair, kind of came into radio comms. I know a fair few um, of them were just throwing abuse at you for your for your Yankisms. Yeah, I know. Um, Les says, Reaper 1 don't have a team leader. We all work together as one, and we make it clear with what the objective is. So, yeah. Flowers so in there. Uh, Andy Bob says, see, that's why being an idiot LMG gunner, we don't do our own thing. We just live by one rule. Where where, where we burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that's pronounced Burt. where where are we <laughs> <laughs> knuckle dragging lmg gunners yeah. for the win <laughs> um and then these these two are kind of more sort of comms related so nathan says do you find a difference in running a 152 or something with a high powered antenna versus a barafeng with a standard antenna mike's your man because i've never run sorry that mike over there See, um, yeah. i've not run 152 so i wouldn't have any comparison with, with tomahawk we run 152s um and as baz will tell you the internals on a 152 are exactly the same as the bowfangs um yeah because the power output there's not a great difference is there might no, you both, that up didn't you you both get the same power mm. um it's just how you wear the antennas i guess um you know if you've, if you've only got a short stubby one it's on the front of your rig and, and whoever's behind you um, you're trying to chat to. Mm. I I found that the UV5Rs worked better at Battle Lakes than the 152s did. But mm. I, flip side of that is I've had the 152s work better than the Bofangs. So it's horses for, I, I don't know. It's why I take both, really. I've got 11 UV5Rs and two 152s that I take out. Not all at the same time, obviously. I was literally about to say, are you fucking serious? Just mad pouches full of antennas. <laughs> just, I was like, Christ, no wonder you've got no hair. <laughs> just glows at night time. Where's my brewer? <laughs> An interesting point on the uh, 152s, by the way, is that, um, I don't know if anyone's seen this, but uh, I think I've actually brought out their own 152 clone. Um, oh. So this is the Barafeng AR-152 um, and is no different as far as I can make out in the reviews to just being a Barafeng in a 152 case, um, but costs 150 odd quid. So wow. that's that's $127 without shipping. Wow. So, um, what is, so is, there, is there any structural benefits of having it like that is it what is there, is there a better ip rating than a, than a uv5 uv5r or anything like that as far as i'm aware and I'm, I'm not an expert in this so i can't i can't necessarily be quoted but as far as i'm aware it's not really much different to a uv9r right okay because that's what i've got which apparently waterproof yeah so it's a little like, bit more waterproof submerge it in a in a fishbowl uh, waterproof according to the yeah. photograph but i haven't done that yet I'm not um, but something to, something to be aware of though is that if anyone's after that kind of 152 realism with the price tag um, of about five normal UV5 arts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Something to go for. So. I mean, I have bigger. to say, um, Adam, Adam touched on it. 
One five twos, Ali as fuck. They look cool, don't get me because it is yeah. it's the real stuff in it. Do you know what I mean? You've got your the, the Harris one five two or the Talis, whatever it is. Um, it's the, it's the real kit, so you know you yeah. can't argue that. Can't argue that whatsoever. Yeah, um, think, yeah exactly. Yeah, you're going for immersion. Is, and, and, I'm, and I'm guessing with the one five two, like the ones that you've got, Mike. Um, I know we say that obviously like the power output uh, and um, signal coverage. I'm guessing I'm, I'm no radio expert at all, so I'm just guessing here a little bit. Uh, are very similar to the to the five R or the or the or the nine R Bofang uh, from the one five two. However, I'm guessing the one five two has got a, a a better IP rating. Uh, it's probably a lot more durable. Um, it's probably more resistant to dust and, and water ingress and things like yeah. that. It'll probably be knocked about a bit more as it is a a proper bit of military radio equipment. Yeah, and the, and the connectors are a little bit more sturdy. They're military connectors, so this, yeah, exactly, you've got, exactly the, you've got the two pin on the Bofang. You know, and it needs to come out a little bit, and you lose your ear or you lose your mic. That's it. Um, I mean, I found, especially on the five R, I found that where you got the Kenwood two pin. Um, uh, if you bought like an aftermarket fist mic, or you've bought like a like a like a bow a Bowman headset for it, yeah. um, I found that the actual two pin plug. I've had to shave off a bit of the silicon mold each side of it for it to actually sit in. Because what you've got in a five R, you've got the outer square bit. You've got the little yeah. dust cap. You can take that off. You've got an outer square bit, and then you've got like a little internal square bit as well, mold. Yeah, which the, the two pins click in, but it's so easy for them to disconnect. And this, it's maybe other people haven't noticed it, but I've certainly noticed it on nearly all of my comms kit through five R. Pops out a little bit, doesn't it? I've had to shave off either side of the little metal pins. I've had to shave down the black silicon so yeah. it pushes in that. It's about two or three mil. It's yeah. stopping it going mm. in by, and it, and it, once that's in up. there, then it's actually a, so, it's, it's so much more reliable by doing that. But then the nine R, it's an external connection point. The nine yeah. R, you've actually screw it. You've got like a nine pin. Oh, okay. Um, spade oh yeah, connector. and it's got a little screw, isn't it? Screw, and then you've yeah. got like a loose cord, but and it's just like that's that's yeah. great all day long. It's not it's so much easier to change it out and stuff. So, yeah. I think it keeps the IP rating up by having that screw into the side. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, fuck, who cares? Fuck, <laughs> I mean, who's going to get it wet anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be some. You, I mean, you got to be pretty fucking stupid to get that wet, you know. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be stuck in a bog for eight. Yeah, I know, right? To get that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I could see your aerial there, Mike. Just, just, just there. <laughs> that probably is. Even underwater, still maintain full comms. <laughs> and my gap was dry as well. It's held up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no more bog jokes. Got to stop. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's right. Next, uh, Jay just says next October event boats can lakes. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mike's gonna turn um, fully submergible. Like gonna scoop like scuba Steve. So in terms of um, radio operator roles, what what do we think the challenges of being a radio operator are? <clears throat> Maintaining comms, you know. Yeah, yeah. Clear, clear, concise uh, instructions, uh, sending and receiving. You know, making sure. Oh, you radio language is an absolute nightmare because everyone uses different things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we we do try and use like not military VP, but as close to it as we can. Mm. Um, and we use we use different terminology. So we so for objectives on maps, we don't use their actual name. We we give them code names, um, so that if someone else gets hold of a radio, then not necessarily going to know where we're going. Yeah, um, sensible. But uh, yeah, I, the problem you get is if your radio operator gets taken out, which is yeah. why I have the 
section commander as well on SquadNet as well. Um, or CommandNet, rather. Um, Sorry. <laughs> keeping up with comments. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, like you say, it's just the, the, the communication backwards and forwards and Chinese whispers and everything else, isn't it? It's like you'll tell your radio op to some one thing and the message that gets passed to the, the section commander is something completely different. Mm, mm. Uh, I mean, I think if, it, it, if, if you've got a like a new radio operator who, who, who wants to give it a crack, you know, have a go at it. Um, just take your time, you know, clear and concise, you know, get whoever you've just spoken to to, to repeat back what you've just told them so you know they know what you know you've told them is right, you know, things like that. Yeah. Just keep it and keep it really basic, keep it simple, you know, yeah. who you are, where you are, what's happened, what you want to do about it. Simple, like um, try and sound like an actual radio op military no. style. Do you know what I mean? You know, no. Baby steps, start off yeah. slow, build up. Like, like Adam's just said there, it's the multitasking. Mm. Um, so, you know, you, you're probably one of the busiest guys in the section. Mm. Um, you've got so much going on and so much bandwidth and not just on the radios. Um, you know, you, you're in three places at once. So Exactly that, mate. As well as being a rifleman as well within yeah, the section. Yeah, exactly, so if you're in yeah. a contact, as well as talking to Zero, relaying to your team leader, yeah, putting rounds down at the same time, you think, yeah. come on. Yeah, give me a, a break. Lot, lot to be getting on with. Yeah, and then you get yeah. shot, and you think, "Fucking really?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these other people to shoot at. <laughs> I've got shit to be doing. <laughs> See, I find I find doing radio op role is is I've I've tried sort of having two earpieces in because otherwise I I can't hear what people are saying anyway. Um, but then you've got two earpieces. You've got ambient noise that you're trying to actually listen to, but then also block out. And if you've got two people talking to you at the same time. My brain just turns to mush, and I end up just having to go right. Hang on, can't talk to you. I've got to talk to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I genuinely struggle with running like two two comms. I mean, for me, time. I mean, I run, I run the, but they're not sealed here. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're like a little in ear mm. sort of thing which hooks over. So I run one for zero, <laughs> one for team comms as a team leader out on the ground sort of thing. But as soon as we get yeah. into a contact and that, that just goes team one because comes out because you're shouting and hollering. Yeah, and we've said that yeah. before about when you're getting hit, when you're getting shot at, and but people are still going. They know where we are, <laughs> yeah. and it's you're sort of like, yeah, that, they, they, I know they know where we are because they're fucking shooting us. Fucking why, shoot back. why are you whispering at me? <laughs> they, they, you know what I mean? Stuff like it's trying to be. Shh, they're fucking shooting us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should be going enemy. Fucking there, shoot them. Six hundred yards, Johnny. Get them. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, we're going. Sorry, I just I was reading comments and then literally you thought you just dropped like... your guts in. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that. You actually perched up on the oh. cheek because you went all right. The consumer. Oh, here we go. Um, what are the responsibilities as a radio op? What What do you think like the core responsibilities are? Obviously, clear, clear, concise communications. One yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ensuring that's your kids all squared away. Good to go. That's, that's your one job. Mm. Is communications. Um, mm. I mean, it's not just your one job, but that's the, the one thing that you need to be good at or mm. semi good at. You know, they don't have to, like, like you said, Lance, you don't have to be professional. We're not looking for, um, you know, professional radio ops, but that's it, exactly. If, 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 if you're given a message to pass on, then you, you know, that message needs to be passed on. And, mm. and if I'm, if I'm calling you, you need to be answering me unless you're dead. Exactly. Um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or in a contact, but even then it's just contact wait out. Um, and then I'll be like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. That's it. I'll yeah. give you a shout when you're ready. Um, for a radio op as well, I think uh, having a good understanding of the site, 
Yeah. Um, having 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 a, having a chance to sort of look over the map, whether it's like for an Octo game on the Friday evening, familiarise yourself with it, unless you've not unless you've been there before a few times and you're quite comfortable with that, and that's great. Um, but yeah, knowing the map, um, obviously with your team leader, uh, sort of agreeing, like when Mike said, you know, they use different different coding for different objectives or different sections or areas or points of interest, understanding where they are and what they mean. Um, and, and that'll only help on to, like you said, then for uh, clear and concise communication. You, you know, unless you know those other little bits, that's not going to be clear and concise. You, you, you know, the, there's other little elements that you'll need to to sort of have under in your arsenal as a as a radio what. Yeah. And having a sort of, a, I suppose, having a, a little bit of knowledge with regard to the radio you're using. I mean, I, I'm certainly no expert with my both things. I mean, I know I can change a frequency and set the squelch and that, but. That's only from having Mike, Mr. Fraser on the team, sort of showing us how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Because I wouldn't have had a yeah. Scooby, you know. I literally created a full PDF of how to change your biofang to the same settings so that everyone would turn up and it would all be done. And I sent out three weeks before and genuinely on the event, five minutes before we due to start, I had eight radios in front of me. And I'm sitting there <laughs> hurriedly programming to try and get them all onto the same thing. So I do it. As soon as there's one little issue in that someone's someone's um the, the one classic where someone's headset fell out and they start shouting at me because my I've not programmed the radio right. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> really? Fucking what? <laughs> so I do a, I do a similar thing. So I make sure um that all the UV five Rs and the one five twos will work together because obviously everyone's using mostly we use five Rs and and one five twos. So mm. I go through when I'm at home, I go through the settings to make sure that all the radios work with each other. I mean, you've got, you know, the DC, DCSS and all, all of that lot. Um, mm. It only has to be one of them turned on and, and it's knackered. Um, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, likewise, I, I I get people on the Saturday morning go, oh, my God, don't work. It's like, <laughs> oh, Papa! <"Bubba>! Papa! <laughs> you've, had, you've had the, you know, you've had the paperwork for, for weeks. You could have gone through it. To be yeah. fair, and, and in, in a lot of the guys' defences, they have got better. Um, mm. The have, best one for me is... Oh, mine haven't. At one point, I was doing Reapers as well. So, like, Reaper and Punishers going through the joint event. I had two fucking teams of radios. To the do. best one is when, when when you get, oh, my battery's dead. It's like, so what? So the fucking game hasn't even started yet. So you've not even charged it up. It's like, <coughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just Bad get like, one out of the pouch. <sighs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple comments have come in. So, uh, they said worst thing is on a mill sim and someone has a jammer on the other team. Uh, I've not actually come across that myself. I've come I across it. People just it. spamming we've, the frequency. We've encountered it at APOC before. They had a jammer set up in the in the village. So as oh. soon as you got into a certain proximity of the village, your comms just pff, completely died. Nothing. Couldn't even not, not even double clicking or anything on the radio. No, absolutely radio blackout, which was frustrating, mm. to say the least. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, I get it. But then I, I put myself in safety head on them and think if someone's out at night and they fall or they lose track of their team and they, they fall, you know, they're trying to raise someone on comms, but their, their frequencies are jammed and they yeah. can't, you know, I'm just playing worst case scenario, you know, for God's sake, they can't speak or something. I don't know. They've had a reaction to something. They can't, they can't shout or whatever it could be. 
but to be able to raise someone on comms, but there's a jammer going on for you know for the game element of it, I get. If that, I can't but... speak, Lance, the radio is probably not going to help that. No, much, but I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe I should reword that to shout. Perhaps they can't shout <laughs> as much as they'd like to, to to get attention or something like that. You know, I'm just putting sort of playing devil's advocate. But if only I have a, a radio. <laughs> yeah, at least you could. At least we could hear them sort of taking the last breaths. <laughs> just <laughs> they could play, you know, radio FM and like yeah, exactly, yeah. just before they go. But, um, so your radio jamming, like frequency jamming. Ooh, I don't know. No, I'm on the fence with that one. Whether it's um, an element as such, I don't know. Don't know. If, I don't know if it's required, really. I mean, it's it's a realism, isn't it? But it's probably it is a, a realism. Real realism. Um, I, I'm totally up for people like sort of obviously capture people. You know, unless you've said, "Oh, my radio is now secured." Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. Super duper secret codes in there, so you can't get to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, if they haven't said that, then yeah, you you know, fair game. Oh, got your frequency. Have a little listening. I'm all over that. Yeah, love that all day long. No, that's proper skullduggery. But I don't know about the jamming side of things. That's just frustrating. Andy, Andy just made a good point on the chat, um, and Adam as well. Ah, there we go. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I've so Streamyard's got this new thing. You can star comments, so I've got them all listed there, ready to go. Um, but it means that it takes away from the rest of the comments. So apologies <laughs> for that. Um, uh, so you got Adam said the fun bit in setup is seeing how many official channels you accidentally stumble across, especially when you're on MOD base. Um, <laughs> Just Adam, plus jammers noises. are illegal in the UK. Oh, there you Ooh. go. Didn't know that. Glad oh. I haven't got one. Well, I've never seen one, so I, I, I didn't even know that this was a thing until like literally somebody mentioned it. So, and he said it's a crime to use any apparatus, including jammers, for the purpose of deliberately interfering wireless te tele telegraphy radio communications in the UK. The maximum penalty is two years imprisonment. Blimey, can you imagine going to jail for being having a jammer on an airsoft site? <laughs> what are you in for? Murder? No, I blocked someone's radio. Yeah, so they couldn't take our fob. <laughs> <laughs> James C. Andy Bob, just like to add, Andy Bob's clearly ripped that off of Wikipedia. <laughs> Danny says, uh, just got to pump up the jam, get the speaker pumping. I think pump I'll pump up the jam. Up the jam. Yeah, yeah nice. I never yeah, understand nice. what Danny means. No I of, we don't want any plumbing of the jam. Thank you. Uh, you say that. Have you tried? Adam Latchford said, "Biggest issue of being a radio op is multitasking. You've often got at least two different radios blaring away, and your squad yeah. mates trying to banter with you." Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like when you've got squad comms or anything like that. Like I would say, fifty percent of it is probably people playing music, um, yeah. and then or you're swearing at you down the radio. Yeah. Aww. That's what we normally get. Right. Finished, finished. We go on talking now, like grown ups. <laughs> Jade's bringing uh, you armbands for the next event, Mike. So uh, lovely. Looking forward to that. Are you covered there? Lovely job. Yeah, um, uh, do we all have to bring Michael a, a piece of inflatable apparatus to, to ensure his safety throughout this coming week? Well, I'm not definitely going I think yet. We do that. I think yeah, everybody should bring Mike an inflatable of some description. Yeah, please do. I'm a lonely man. <laughs> just, it'll whoa, just be whoa. Mike, just loads of pool noodles like mollied into his kit. <laughs> There's no room that's full of full of radios. <laughs> There's the pool noodle we'll just, over the antenna. So going back to the uh, this was the AR152 from Baffing. Uh, James C says it's the same size as a Tri152, but shittier. Um Jay says the battery life's much better on a 152. Uh, yeah, but Andy okay. then came back in and said, my extended battery on my bio thing lasts a good two to three days of use before having to be charged. Still want a 152 though. So, yeah, What is the I'm battery sure. life like on a 152? Mm. Um, 
pretty decent. I, I, I think I nearly went the whole Octo weekend on a battery um, and still had plenty left. But then saying that, the extended batteries on the 152s will last a weekend. So it's much of a muchness, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got an extended battery for my both phone from a 5R, which sees me for a weekend, but I've yeah. yet to find extendable batteries for the 9R. Yeah. So if anyone knows where they are, I'll tell me because I can't. Find I think it depends them. how much you use them as well, doesn't it? If you're using them all yeah. the time. If, I mean, if it's a busy op and you're constantly on and off comms, then yeah. you are you are you are going to smash the battery a bit, yeah. but you know, just don't answer people. Is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Saving the battery. <laughs> it's got to last me all weekend. Oh, there's nothing. There's nothing worse than the birthing or whatever like that. When you're when you're laying down, you're being super tactical, and then all of a sudden you just get low battery, low battery. Yeah. <laughs> or someone, someone's see. I've pulled all that. Those orange emergency buttons. I've, I've ripped all them yeah. off and just put a bit of black tape yeah. over them. Because there's nothing worse than laying here when you're on, at night. when you're on recon, <laughs> and um, you, go, <laughs> you think fucking took me an hour and a half to crawl here. <laughs> um, Danny says, spend all day at the fob, gets to go out and gets bogged in. <laughs> <Ba-dum-dum>. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. There. Uh, Nathan <laughs> says, would you prefer an RO kitted out like a JTAC or an RO with a decent radio etiquette and clear comms? So I guess, would you rather have someone that looks the part? Or is the part? Oh, Mike, that was sexy. I mean, I'm all for the aesthetics. I'm not going to lie. I do I do like a zesty-looking man. So you, you want a JTAC to stand there and just be like, I, I can't even speak English. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like you look good. I don't know. A bit of middle ground, I think, to be fair. Um, yeah, I want... I, the idea is that we're supposed to be JTF supposed to be special forces, so you know we want to look the part, but also there's no point in looking the part if you can't do the job. You've got to have um, some sort of idea if you've got the gear. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Same. That's the exactly. same with our lot, really. I mean, I mean, fucking hell, some, it's hard enough to get my lot to go on the right side, to get, to get the right team, whether it's off or, or, or blue, or let alone whether they're correctly dressed to be a JTAC or a, or a, just no, a, it's not a even huge a radio. <laughs> So, well, we're we're NATO. Oh, we we all signed on Taliban. Oh well, all right. we'll fucking see you see you Sunday then at some point. <laughs> <We're> finished. <laughs> That's comical. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Adam says they know where you are because you look like the gif of an owl with the antenna-like stick. The gif of the owl. What is this gif of which you speak? The gif of the owl. I'm not sure. Uh, Googling that. Abim Bola, I apologise, mate, if I've if I've mashed that. Addicts. Abim Bola one, says, one of my guys. Uh, my guys. Uh, there goes. My guy. Having <laughs> a radio up depends on the size of the team. It works better with larger teams. Yeah, I can imagine it does. I mean, I, I think that's what we sort of briefly sort of mentioned earlier, isn't it? The fact that if you've got a small squad, there's not much point having one or two people that they're, they're sort of specifically doing radio ops. Mm-hmm. Um, and try. Keeping your team comms to a minimum. You know, you've got your own PRR, if you like. Um, but keeping that to a minimum, I mean, if you're in a section sort of thing, you're, you're not too far apart, you know what I mean? To just be bantering away down a radio all day long. You know, just keep that to a... Keep yeah. that low. Yeah. Little as possible, really. Especially uh, in contact as well. Adam mm. says, tactical pedalo. <laughs> I'm loving this. It's just going to be like... Mike, there must Mike's be something down there. The there's there's some sort of flotation device. Unit. <laughs> yeah. I can, I, can, I can feel a competition coming on. <laughs> no, no, Lance, there isn't. No, there's no competition. <laughs> um, 
Andy says, as that's another thing which a lot of people have started to do, is that some of the frequencies you can use with the birthing, you should actually have a license to use. Um, yeah. So I think we briefly covered this in our comms episode a while back. Um, and we're going to be doing another one on comms. Um, we've got a few people sort of lined up potentially to come in and have a chat with us about that. Yep. Um, there's obviously certain frequencies that you can only use on the PRR, PMR channels. Yeah. Um, which are like the less than half a watt, I believe. So what? the average UV5R kicks out about five watts-ish, um, depending on what settings and stuff you've got. Yeah. Um, I think you see the one there watt is, or five watts. Yeah, mm. so the, there is, um, there's the simple UK license that you can have, which is £75 for five years um, for like a team. Um, yeah. So if anyone's got a team, you know, it, it works out about 50p a year sometimes, depending on the numbers that you've got. Um, so it's worth it's worth looking at. Um, yeah. It's, it's we've got one just because uh yeah just because i'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it although like like everyone says in every single airsoft community no one's ever been um no one's ever been caught using a radio no one's ever been uh prosecuted so but there's always going to be yeah. that first time isn't there mm. i'm not sure it'd be the would, case though, would yeah. event would event organizers hold licensing for this at all for using i don't think so no bits and bobs i don't know no not a clue I don't even probably know how they go about it. How 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 how, how would you police that? I've no idea. Yeah, I think they have like little. I'm expecting, I'm expecting some little dude to be sitting like in a hedge. Like I think that's how they do it. To be fair, over there, they drive around in their little black vans. Yeah. Send the transit yeah. round the back, and we'll we'll yeah. we'll catch them at it on the radios. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nathan says, "Anyone know where we can get legit extended UV five R batteries now?" Um, my one's really good. I'll dig out a link and I will put it on our NoFo Facebook page, Nathan. Um, and Bob did re reply to that Amazon. Yeah, Andy said anyway. Amazon. There you go. I think I got mine from eBay, if I'm honest. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll happily put post a pic, couple of pics of my one I've got. I've, I've had it for a couple of three years now, and it's it's been good as gold. So not only expect that 15, 20 quid, I think. Yeah. I don't know what this comment in the nicest possible way. BVXP says vom and go. Mm. Oh, I don't Thank know you. who that is. Only on a Tuesday. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, sorry, just flicking through. Da, da, da. Danny says, you look fit, Mike, regardless. Which one? Mm. That one. And regardless I'll, I'll of let, what? I'll let you have that, Mike. <laughs> what, what's, what's the regardless, though? Regardless of what? <laughs> I don't know. And Sean says, is it still a bad subject for you? What, the, the, the bog gate? I think we're still talking about Boggate, yeah. <laughs> Boggate, still, still, where is subject with you, Lance? I don't understand that, mate. Still, where is subject with you? I don't get. I don't know, Sean. We have to elaborate, mate. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of riddles um, coming in tonight. <laughs> oh, Jay says gunman does, and this is probably about the licenses. Uh, gunman does a few players do. I do. Let's think. I mean, it's not really a ridiculous cost. Good yeah, stuff. Jay's in our team. <laughs> So, I mean, it is worth looking into and doing potentially, but I, I agree with you in that it's very hard to kind of recommend something that if you're ever actually going to get held to, but yeah. Adam Latchford, um, you're just walking through the Brecon Beacons and an unlicensed radio, then one of the old TV license fans pops up over the hill in front of you. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're in the back end of beyond. <laughs> Just yeah. it'll, be someone that, like that. it'll be someone oh, that talks oh. like this as well. I'll be like, excuse me, can you uh, just clarify your license, please? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Hello, I'd like to make a complaint, please. 
Sean says your team on the Taliban. Oh, oh still a bad them. subject for you. Gotcha, yes, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. These scoundrels. They're all right, mate. Not too bad. I forgave them in uh, the end. Danny says, Mike, we're cheese brothers. <laughs> Danny, I never understand what you're saying. <laughs> this is uh, this is Croydon Hammond. It is finest. He's got worse, though. I'm yes, got he's worse. slowly getting worse. 2022 I I is just <laughs> written off for him already. <laughs> we need his own dictionary. Google Translate does everything all down to like Swahili, German, French, any language you want under the sun. I'll put Danny's, whatever Danny says in there. It has no idea what he's saying. Trans Google, <laughs> translate this into Google Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Longmore. All right, I get it now. Yeah. We are Danny. We're cheese brothers. Um, I'm not going to elaborate. Harry says, government have a license if we use all their channels, other sites and events have licenses. Best to ask ahead, but a team license is good. So yeah, yeah. highly recommend that. Yes, I think it's cool. eighty-five pound, isn't it, Mike? For seventy-five, seventy-five for five years, yeah. For five years, if you've got seven yeah. man, say whatever, yeah, it's not a lot of pennies to put in no. the pot, is it, chaps? I mean, I find as well that so I've got one. Um, I've bought it with a team that we still we kind of play once, twice a year. Um, but because I've got it, if anyone ever asks, well, have you got a license? Well, yeah, I do. I've got the license for whoever I'm playing with at that point. So, you know, happy to cover. Yeah. Except you, I don't like you. You're you're not under my license. <laughs> no, so, yeah, yeah. Not you, Mike. Sorry, that was me just arbitrarily talking off to the left, and I just realised yeah, that you're on that's... my left on the screen. Sorry. It's very vicious. Very touching. Very touchy. What a lovely welcome to our guests. You give. That was the last time we had Mike on the show because he hates us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Adam says, I like how you said about how you might do a comms dedicated stream. Uh, is this, this hasn't turned into one, albeit with more swamp jokes. Yeah, so um, we did do like a proper comms <laughs> challenge, uh, like a comms skills and drills type thing previously, um, where I think we kind of went through stuff. We did a bit of research where we could. Um, yeah, but we're not I mean, experts. No, in by no way is it techie about, or anything like that, Adam. It's, uh, you no. know, it's just, what kit we, what bits and bobs we've got, you know, headsets yeah. and this, that, and the other, and how we use them, whether it's right or wrong, it works for us, blah, blah, blah. Well, one guy had a right go at us on the. Oh, God, we yeah, <laughs> got crucified. One guy, oh, I like to make you aware of this, that, and the other. I think, fucking hell, mate, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Why'd you neck in? We made it quite clear yeah. we weren't experts. <laughs> We're going to have someone. So, our skills and drills episode for this year will be basically getting experts in their field to come in and talk to us and actually teach us about stuff. Um, so we're going to be doing one on comms. And we mm. might actually be running two because we, we've potentially got someone that actually does comms for the army, the proper military, to come in and talk to us. And then we've got but, sort I of... I mean, like you a, say proper military, you said operator. army in the same sentence then. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to upset anybody else Lee tonight. going to pick the shit out of everything you say now because you pointed at him aggressively. <laughs> and, uh, so just, sorry, be, just be mindful. Right. <laughs> oh, Brandon! Moving on. Brandon says, "I don't think I know anyone that has ever got into hot water without having a license for their radio." Yeah, I've not come across it. It'll be interesting to see if anyone ever has, but I've I've never heard. Mike got into cold water, but it weren't over a license. <laughs> <laughs> That's my input. That's it. No more. Yeah. Done. Um, Jay says you can get a cheaper license for twenty-five pounds if you do a few lessons. Yeah. Is that that like ham radio we're talking? Or... Yeah, probably. I thought so, yeah, but the seventy-five is definitely easier. That's quite cheap, twenty-five quid. If, if that's if that's correct, I'd be up for that. Mind you, the lessons are one hundred and fifty pounds each, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to do nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Andy says, oh, well, like a training lesson on how to talk on a radio sort of lesson. Something like that, yeah. It's a little bit up in the air at the moment, but we'll, we'll work something through. Mm. Um, Harry says, on a 75-pound license, do you get a set of frequencies or is it a permit to use whatever frequency you like? Yeah, so you basically get... Um, it's like a letter from Ofcom that comes through and it gives you a variety of sort of bands that you can use within that. Yeah. Um, there's a few, I think, in the UHF spectrum as well as VHF. Yeah. Um, it's like a bracket so, of frequencies that you can use. Yeah. Are they technically, I don't think you're going to use the CTCSS and stuff for those. I'm not 100% sure, but that's that's getting into a whole, a whole, a whole genre of conversation, which I really <laughs> don't want to talk about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still sore. Every time you go to change your radio, everyone's got freaking settings on there. Um, <laughs> um, Adam says, was lucky to get to be taught British Army comms. Shame the guy turned out to be a nonce. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a shame. Yeah, terrible. That is. Um, yeah. yeah, Jade says, <laughs> Andy Bob, now where and where and how you can use your radio license, really. If you want to listen to Octo on radio etiquette, then do shout. Oh, there you go. Jade, Jade's going to give us all a lesson. That'd be awesome. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah. You'd much have a lesson from Jade rather than Adam's trainer. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to do the last few Brilliant. comments because we're going to call it a night. So I'm just going to pick a few. Uh, Brandon says, I sit in the pub, Nathan, and just type a frequency into radio and challenge you a tenor. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's oh, right. Sorry. Nathan said Brandon Clark sells dodgy radio licenses, by the way, if anyone wants one. And then he said, I sit wow, in the pub and just pop frequency. There we go. I'm um, Lance looks fucking lost. <laughs> I'm in a bog. What do you expect? <laughs> get out. I need, to get to, I need to get back to me wintry. It's like Shrek. Get out, my bog. <laughs> um, right. Last one. Last one. Uh, Fresh Meat says, What kind of setup would you use to run twin radios? Sorry, I had to go sort out the kids. Uh, so very quickly, so I well use done. ear mores, um, and then I have a, just an earpiece in one ear. So I know if my right ear goes off, it's uh, section comms, uh, and if both ears go off, then it's then it's everyone. Um, but that's how I run my dual comms. Good play. I run two radios with a earpiece over the earpiece in each ear. Prior to that, I didn't. But um, yeah, one for team, one for zero, if you like. Yeah. With a cheeky fist. I've got a uh, Red Tevis fist mic that's got the little um, 3.5 mil jack, so you can run an earpiece from it. So you haven't got it bursting out the ear. Yeah. That's just a mic, basically. Yeah. Or you can have it as the loudspeaker as well. Way I'm plugging. Mm. So yeah, when I was running before. I was actually mostly in the fob for pretty much all the events, so I ended up just having two fist mics for literally just. Yeah, it works. Easy well, it works really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, nice. Just yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about, mate. It was just fists and mic. There you go, job done. Just, just, just give me a woobie blanket and fists, and I'm there. <laughs> Jay says tonight's been a great one, gents. Top choice of special guests. Make him a regular, my guy. There you my go. guy. <laughs> and, uh, well, we might not Adam get him says, back now because Mike's been aggressively pointing at him. Yeah, so. I'm really sorry. There's a lot we'll of have to see about that. I'll, I'll chuck you some squish. I'll make it up to you. <laughs> Under my Adam says. Yeah, Adam says enjoy the stream. Really nice listening, and hopefully have giving a laugh too. Hope to see you next time. Cool. Right, so we'll call it a day. Um, uh, next week we have Lee, um, Terry, Terry Little from SEO coming in. Yes, um, talk about the upcoming event. Chat about them. They've got their new event coming up. Uh, I yes. think that's this month. Next month. Next no, month. it's um, month week after. before the Legion. Legion. When's the Legion one? End, end of March. 
in the March, yeah. Yeah, the Millstream, so it's the week prior, weekend prior to the Legion event, Gladius 5. 19th and 20th. That's the one, yeah, the SEO Millstream. So I'm excited. We're having a chat with him, which would be cool. Absolutely. I can't make that one, unfortunately, but I think you're going, Lance. I am. I've been given, ladies and gentlemen, big news. I've been given the green light to attend both events from the boss. So we thank Mrs. Wissell <laughs> for uh, for her ongoing commitment to uh, progressing my airsoft genius. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I did oh. write something down, but it was... Uh, I've left paper downstairs, but there we go. Yeah, yeah so I'm going to go, hopefully, if I can get booked onto the Legion one, I probably won't be able to. It's sell out in, in seconds. Probably, what, two years, two years since we've had a meal sim there. Yeah, about that, isn't it? I'm the same. If if we can't get onto the Legion one, I'm definitely going to be doing one in March. So it might mm. be the SEO one. So. But um, yeah, so I've, I've desperate to do the SEO because I did the one at um, Imperium, uh, which was fantastic. Absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it playing in the Octo role. Um, so I'm really looking forward to doing this next one. Octo tag. Uh, the Octo bloody. I keep getting Octo and Op Four mixed up. It's like <laughs> fucking German arm country. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm just. I'm, I'm this podcast. I'm slowly developing a speech impediment for saying things. <laughs> but you look German. super JTAC, so that's fine. <laughs> no. That's a. I'm, I'm now. I'm now. Uh, Croydon Hammond JTAC. Yeah. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> cool. Um. Awesome. Right. So if you want to get in touch, you can feel free to do so at our email, which is nofochat at hotmail.com. Our Instagram is November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. Facebook is at November foxtrot nofo. YouTube is www.youtube.com forward slash C forward slash November foxtrot. And our website is www.novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Um, you can also contact us at lancelarts.com, um, which takes you to our November foxtrot website. Um, we've obviously got the reviews. Go check those out. Um, if anyone's got any comments, just chuck at us. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Mike, how to reach you, mate, as well, and obviously Team Tomahawk Instagram mm. and all them, all that business is, is, is. Yeah, I'll put something up. Mm, um, it's all on there, and I can't remember it. So, read it <laughs> out. Turn around and just read it out. What is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Come on, love. Get your bins on. So, Facebook <laughs> is at Team Tomahawk Tactical. Uh, Instagram is Team Tomahawk Tactical as well. So, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you couldn't remember that. <laughs> All right, I've been at work since. God, good job you weren't out in the field under pressure, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And we are recording. Anyway, it's been awesome. Been awesome to have you on, Pete. It's been great. Um, I've enjoyed it. It's been a laugh. Thank you for having me. Just want to. I just want to end on a Jade Jade's comment, which is uh, enjoyed the stream, Bog. (laughs) Very good. Boggy McBog face. (laughs) (laughs) Right, say goodnight, lads. Good night, lads. lads. See you later. (laughs) Have a good one. See you later.